Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. It feels like it's been a minute since we've done this. And we, it does. I mean, we took a week off um, right. for Labor Day. Labor Day. Uh, Hope everyone had a even, lovely holiday. Yeah. Um, did you do anything fun? No. <laughs> I intentionally, I had just come back from my parents and like that was the first week I back. So I was just kind of relaxing. I thought about going to the mountains, but um, bringing Paddington places is kind of a bear. And I just t- like took him all yeah. over South Georgia. So How I'm going to wait. How is he in the car? Then... What? How is he in the car? He's fine. It's just like all the shit I have to bring with him because I bring his little pen, even though he's like a good boy. But... Um, I think he just likes to have the pen and then, yeah. like, litter box. <laughs> There's, like, a rug that I put down so everything doesn't get, like, hairy from bunny. Um, it's just, like, a whole thing. So, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to the mountains soon, though, and I'll be bringing him with me. He's not too much of a pain. It's just kind of, like, a whole thing, you know? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Fraser doesn't really love car rides, so mm-hmm. he tends to, like, whine a little bit in the car. Um and so that's kind of not so fun. I didn't know if Paddington made any noise. No. Rabbits are nonverbal. When he gets oh, cranky right. or wants attention, he will thump. But it's harder to thump in the in, in the carrier. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Fraser, I do want to brag um, on the podcast because I took him to the vet on Friday. Mm-hmm. And he's lost over one pound and they were like so excited about it they're like he's such a handsome sweet boy and he's lost weight which is so great because apparently last year when I took him he was like 16 pounds and now he's like 14.8 so Mm -hmm. they were like that's really good I was like oh well (laughs) and I don't know if it's like I'm trying to switch them to be like instead of grazers do time feedings Mm -hmm. um so I don't think he's eating as much. So I think it's like I basically took him to the vet and they weighed him when he's like essentially like on a juice cleanse or like fasting. Like, yeah, you know, like he's probably it's for other reasons as to why he's lost weight. But who knows? Maybe having like a little kitten around has It'll made him getting some more exercise. down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm taking Wally back to the vet Tuesday uh, for a checkup. Gotcha. But yeah, wow. the kittens are doing well and they're getting along so great and it makes me Beautiful. so happy. Wally's a little annoying. There. Yeah. Wally's <laughs> a little annoying at night because I don't think he I think like Nile when I had two cats, Niles and Frazier, and they were kittens, they had each other to play with. So they'd like go to bed with me and then wake up at like three in the morning and want like go and like wrestle and run around in like the living room and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Fraser's about that life anymore, but mm-hmm. I think Wally is. So the like two nights I've let him sleep out, like not in my bathroom, he's woken me up being like, "Do you want to play? Let's play. I want to play." You know, very yeah. cute, but cute, but it's baby. the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, cute, but mama cute, needs but to sleep. get off me. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. Kidding. So, Babies. but no, the cats are going. Things are going so well with the cats. That makes me very excited. Amazing. And you did have plans for Lower Day. Yes. I went up to Montana for mm. uh, to go to Glacier National Park, which was lots of fun, but very exhausting. Um, things I didn't, well, I didn't research Glacier very much. I just, <laughs> you know, saw some pictures, thought it looked pretty. Um, Steph had gone there last summer and I was like, whoa, so gorgeous. And I also thought like, great to get out of the heat, whatnot. Um, like when you enter the park, 
to get to like the main trail like main parking lot it takes like an hour to drive and it's just like windy tiny roads so basically every day we were getting up at like 4 30 to leave at (laughs) 5 to get to the park because we wanted to beat the crowds um and we still like one on sunday mike and i like our first day we were there we hiked for like 20 miles yeah no joke and we had so many blisters his knee started hurting him i was just like beyond exhausted i'm like by the time we came home we had been gone for like 12 hours like it was nuts but um we took it a little bit easier the other days and which ended up working out well because when we got to the park at like 6 a.m on sunday um for our friends to be able to like do whatever hike they wanted to do the main parking lot was closed so like even if micah and i wanted to do the hike with them we wouldn't have really been able to um but yeah it was it was nice and it was different and that's the most hiking i've ever done in my life thus far so (laughs) i guess i know my limits yeah uh the like i just remember we got like to the halfway mark and then we did this like overlook and it was only supposed to be like 0.6 miles and it was a huge incline it felt way more than that the like altitude was getting to me we saw a bear and like even before we saw the bear we got to like the like the top of it and i just turned to micah and i was like i don't think i can do like another like eight miles back like this is insane yeesh uh i like couple times I you know mentioned the idea of getting like an uber helicopter because I thought that maybe that could be nice I was gonna say Um, this whole thing is stressing me out (laughs) (laughs) but like the best thing about it is there was there was so much camaraderie on the trail and it was like you would pass by the same people be like you'd pass them they would pass you and so like we ended up kind of like making not friends but like friends so to speak with people and like people would be cheering you on and whatnot so it was nice and like I said it was nice to get away um we wore some Montana-y outfits oh yeah which was fun I wanted to get a new hat or a new necklace and I couldn't find anything that I like so I just bought a hat on Friday here in Austin yeah yeah. nice it was a good time great love to hear it (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how much uh, Micah's friends enjoyed traveling with me in that I was complained a little bit on the <laughs> hike, but they seem to take it in stride. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. I feel like I'm definitely the person in my family who is uh, not getting dragged along on hikes, but will get to a point on a hike where I'd be like, okay, I don't really want to, I, I, this isn't fun for me anymore yeah <laughs> I think well, I'm I, like I, I, I'm a team player Darcy will just kind of like shut down but I when she's annoyed with us but I, I'll just kind of be like I'm no longer enjoying this we should stop one time though when we were in Maine I think about this all the time it was like one of those things where they wanted to see like the sunrise and yeah. so we woke up at like 4 30 and we're leaving at like 5 and we're getting there at like 5 30 and we see the sunrise and so we were gonna watch the sunrise and then we were gonna hike like up this mountain and so we started the hike and we were like five minutes in and I just like my eyes started watering and I started crying and they're like are you okay and I was like yeah I don't really want to do this though and my parents were like that's fine we don't really want to do this (laughs) so we just like turned around (laughs) 
Oh my god. I went back and slept for another hour. <laughs> but we did see the sunrise. Yeah. So we we did what we came to do. <laughs> see, it was like I'm not I don't have a problem with waking up early. Mm-hmm. Um I, I just like I don't know like I like going on hikes, but I like going on like, you know, like 5 mile hikes or something. And yeah. the hard thing about this one that we did, the High Line, it's like the most popular hike in Glacier is that it's not a loop which I think is like mentally really tough because it's like you like the whole way back um Micah's leg like his knee was just like killing him like so any like downhill bit was just like torture to him whereas I was so exhausted I was like I don't even want to go like any uh, to do any uphills and of course it was like up and down up and down and it's like you think that you understand how far you've gone and we'd pass by people and I'd be like they'd be like coming into the coming in we're leaving and I'd be like about how long have you been hiking for they'd be like oh like three hours so you're like fuck that means like mentally we're like three (laughs) hours away from the finish line and then it's like me and Amber hiking and I'm like I it can't be that much further like it it can't possibly be that much further it's probably just like a mile that's like one Parks and Rec episode or like the Kanye West song Runaway three times so like (laughs) mentally we can do this and then it was like we would keep going and going and going and going going like nowhere in sight was the end we like then would run into more people oh how long have you guys been hiking oh like two hours and it's just like what I thought we were so much closer (laughs) than this like I I was having waves of like okay I'm feeling good like we can do this like it's so pretty here the wildflowers are gorgeous like this is great. We're doing it to being like, I have no choice but to keep moving because there's no way like to get out of here. Like there's no cheat for this. Yeah. Like it was just like so disheartening to know like my options are either to keep moving or to die. To- yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's this is so ridiculous. Kind of so stressful. Ridiculous for like a 20 mile hike. Like people do these all the time. But I was just like, I have to keep moving because there's no one that's going to like, come and help me yeah that is not like an escape route you're on like the top of a mountain that is I can't imagine being like okay I'm kind of tired and and you know could be done with this and I'm eight miles away from wherever I need to be yeah I was tired (laughs) before we even did like the overlook which was the the huge really steep incline yeah and then I remember we were like climbing up to the overlook and it's steep and like I said, it was only supposed to be like 0.6 miles, but I like kept having to stop and I'm like, I know I'm in better shape than this. And then someone was like, it's the altitude. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that makes sense. But like when we got to the top, I was just like, I'm already so exhausted. Now I have to climb down this really steep mountain and we just saw a bear and the bear went on the trail mm-hmm. back down. Um, he ended up going up the side of the mountain, but I was like, we have to go down this really steep decline, and then we need to go like eight miles back. Like, yeah, and have you be thing. like tired on the uphill, and then Micah be hurting on the downhill? You're like, this is just a recipe. But yeah, our friends like were like, do you want us to go ahead of you so we can like start the air conditioning in the car? And I was like, sure, whatever. In my head, I'm like, it's like the weather is pretty nice here. I don't really care that much about the air conditioning. I did actually come to appreciate it on the way back. But they said they only beat us by like 20 minutes. So I'm like, yeah. okay, they're like expert hikers too. 
Yeah. And they didn't beat us. It's also more like, maybe you guys don't want to be here for the last stage of this for me. (laughs) Well, yeah. And then it was also like four or five o'clock at that point. So like the sun is like beating at you and there's like only so much like shade on the trail. It was, um, needless to say, I had blisters on eight of my 10 toes after that hike. So the next day it was like, let's just take it easy and see the waterfalls. We'll sleep in. Then maybe we'll go into town and do some shopping. And I was like, yes, love that idea. And then the next day our friends were like, they wanted to do this like off trail hike that included like a little bit of like climbing. And I was Mm. like, Mm. They, like, kept, they were like we were on the trail and they were talking about it and I was in the back and they were like um, Colin Micah's friend said that it was like he was a little worried about how technical the, uh, the hike was going to be and I was like what did you say and Katie his wife was like Shh, don't tell her don't say anything like don't repeat it and I was like did you say that you were worried about how technical the hike was going to be because if it's like requires more than like putting one foot in front of the other I'm probably not going to do it yeah uh, when we were so in Acadia we did like one or two they were short but they did have like handrail type you know like climbing yeah. stuff and I was just like what is this? And those were like the like, you know, light trails. Yeah. But with some handrails. I'm like, this is light. <laughs> yeah. No, they they really enjoyed themselves. They're like, it's only about four miles, but it's just like pretty technical. And I was like, hmm. And then Micah also his because his knee wasn't feeling yeah. too hot. He was like, I don't know if Lauren and I are going to join you for that. <laughs> so we just dropped them off. And then we, me and him just like explored the park ourselves and like drove around. And yeah. we like got to watch the sunrise too. And, you know, I have was... a similar uh, to your <laughs> bear nice. aspect. Um, when I was younger, I was probably like 12 or 13. Um, we went to the Grand Canyon and we were doing mm-hmm. like the big canyon hike. So you go down into the canyon, like you hug the hug the walls and then you come back up. And so everyone's like, when you go down, it takes, I don't know, 45 minutes, but coming back up takes, you know, twice as long as that at least because right. we're going uphill. And so we were walking down and we we're like having a great time, you know, la di da da And then on the way up, like right, like we were probably a fourth of the way up and we saw a rattlesnake And there was like a family in front of us and the dad threw rocks at the rattlesnake until it, and then until it was like not (laughs) moving, like, like big rocks. Um, And then uh, chopped its rattle off and like kicked it off the side of the (laughs) uh, like little area that we were on. And my mom was so freaked out. She like sprinted us up the mountain and we definitely (laughs) faster than we went down. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. yeah, that was like, that was, well, that was my thought. I was like, what if we see something and I don't have any energy left? Like, I told them multiple times after we finished the hike, but I was like, honestly, I think that your best move is if the four of us are like cornered by a bear or something to use me as bait and throw me at the bear and then make a run for it. If you told me to run right now, I could not. I physically could not. Yeah, like I don't have a lot. I don't think I have many survival instincts. I'm like, I could be scrappy, but I think with other people, if it was like me, like me or the bear, I would just like start crying and break down. Like, I don't have any faith in myself. I'm like, you guys would be better off to like 
throw me at the bear and then run. I always so, say I um, think I have that's zero what I fight or flight. I think I have zero fight or flight because like, <laughs> you know, whenever it comes up like, oh, there's like a zombie apocalypse or yada, yada, yada. I'm like, Dead. I would put in like I would give forth the effort of like locking my door. And, like, hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, locking my door, probably, like, hugging my cats and crying yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, listening uh, but to But I would, I would not go down. <laughs> I would I go still down like, pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. I still, like, get freaked out giving blood. Like, I'm a baby. Uh, I do not think I have, like, it in me. Like, Katie and Colin, their hike that they did by themselves, they got, like, cornered by... Um, a longhorn sheep mm-hmm. and it just like went like paced in circles around them and so call like one of the things that you're supposed to get when you're in glacier is bear spray and mm-hmm. we got ours at rei and we were told like if you don't like break off the seal then mm-hmm. you can return it and get your money back and it costs mm-hmm. like fifty dollars but colin apparently broke the seal off of it and he was like at that moment i was so scared i pulled out my <laughs> knife i broke off the seal and i was ready um but yeah with like the actual bear that we saw i like was like oh that's so cool but kind of creepy because it's like on the trail around the people mm-hmm. but it's far enough away from us and then it started coming down towards us and then Katie was like that's the baby I'm worried about where the mama is and I was like that's a baby and she said she could just see like the fear and panic in my eyes <laughs> so you know um it was fun no Good times yeah uh, I didn't get attacked by an animal. I only twisted my ankle once on the 20-mile hike uh, and lived to tell the tale. I'm proud of you. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're ready for our next adventure. <laughs> Woo! But, yeah, so it was, it was fun, though. Yeah. It was good to get nice. away. Airports yeah. are stressful, though. I'm oh, my God, I can't imagine. I like. I think coming back, I was less stressed about it because I had already done it once before. Um, but yeah, I I don't think I would like recommend travel air travel for just like anything. Though they say that the airports are what you should be most concerned with, not the planes. Mm. I don't know. That being said, I'm traveling again in a month's time, so <laughs> oh yeah, be- hoping for the best. Yeah, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but what have you been up to this weekend? You had like this a movie. You had I had a, a self-imposed movie marathon. Um, were you like uh, missing out on like TIFF in Venice? A hundred percent. I'm gonna 100%. have my own film festival. <laughs> yes. and watch like every movie under the goddamn sun. Do you mean I was having? Uh, jealousy and envy because I would get on Twitter and everyone was just watching movies that I couldn't see but they were also at their homes like it's not even like yeah. I would be more jealous if people were at TIFF or Venice because you know it's much more exciting to be places but there's also like kind Kate of a bitterness Blanchett. where I'm like seeing you know uh, Vanity Fair writers who live in my town yeah. <laughs> watching movies like, that I can't see the goes up I guess yeah. I can post about this now and I'm like yeah. what? Like, Nomadland is so see. great I'm like you live <laughs> within a five mile radius from me. This isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just living for all the Kate Blanchett photos. She's I mean, the only person thriving right now. Her and like Timothy Chalamet. Right. 
Timothy is. Oh, we have to talk the new Dune trailer. We haven't talked Dune trailer. Um, I have you ever read Dune? Has this come up? You're looking at me, and you think that I've read Dune. (laughs) Um, I was a cool kid in high school. I don't know if you've heard. (laughs) No. Uh, no, uh, I also have not read Dune. I've tried a few times, um, and I and I tried again after watching the trailer, and I literally got through like, you know, <laughs> half of the first yeah. couple pages. <laughs> I was like, the, no, like I think no. I first heard about Dune when I watched the show Togetherness by the Duplass brothers, because in like the last season, there's a whole arc about how like um, Mark Duplass and his friend want to do like a community stage production of dune and i'm like what the fuck is this like this fucking worm yeah it was weird and it was dumb (laughs) and like even on the the hike uh colin brought up dune and i was like well we have another 800 hours out here what the fuck is dune about and he like explained it to me and i was like still seems really dumb um, the whole time, like, when it was announced, the whole cast that was in this movie, everything about it, I was just like, I could not be any less interested in something. Like, I literally don't care. Cut to me watching the trailer and being like, let's fucking go. This looks fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew I would. I think, I think that I would enjoy Dune based on other things I enjoy. I think it lines mm-hmm. up with some of my tastes. But I have been lazy up until this point, and it is like definitely an undertaking. And it's one of those movies that like drops you right in, and it's like this right. galaxy and this family you runs this group scroll. on this galaxy, and you're like, all right, <laughs> no, no scroll. If they did a scroll, if the book started with the scroll, I think it'd be really helpful. <laughs> Maybe the movie will. Um, but and I like to be dropped in in media res. I mean, but they also have to like on. give us um, a good deal and, of background because I'm sure they're expecting that this is going to be like a huge yes. movie that everyone's going to see. Otherwise, they wouldn't have cast Timothy right. Chalamet and Zendaya. But I mean, Dune movies. Zendaya. Yeah, Dune movies are like famously unsuccessful, though. You know, like it's because it's very dense and David Lynch complicated. But I will say, like, I was into this, and then they were like, Timothy Chalamet, and then his parents are Rebecca Ferguson and Oscar Isaac. And I was like, okay, the hottest family <laughs> ever? Isaac. Yes, please. Like, his Oscar hair Isaac. Gray. Mm, I- stop. <laughs> Micah doesn't love when I I, like gawk over celebrity men like all the time, which I do quite often. And the other day, I was like, "What do you mean? (laughs) Your boyfriend doesn't like when you're thirsty for other guys? I don't understand." And like to to be fair, like I wouldn't really love it if he was like constantly thirsty for female celebrities all the time. Anywho, I was just like, "I'm sorry, like I have to say it, but like Oscar Isaac looks really good in Dune, like." The gray, like he looks <laughs> incredible. <laughs> right, I think I think it's almost like like Micah, <laughs> like you and Oscar Isaac are not like playing in the same game though. Like you're in this. Oscar Isaac right. is a figment of our imagination. But I notably get like a little bitter that um, he the only celebrity crush he's ever told me was Kristen Bell. So you know, can't have it both ways. But I try. <laughs> Yeah, 
you're like, no, you should tell me someone that you're into so that this is even. And he's like, I don't know. Chris is <laughs> yeah, that's basically like, I went down. <laughs> really healthy relationship over here. <laughs> I am nothing like Chris. That's exactly how it went down. Um, but anyway, off of that, back to Dune. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know if it's going to actually do. Let's make two bets. First bet. Do you think Ooh. it will come out okay. in 2020? Or do you think it will get pushed in 2021? Because Tenet oh, didn't so do too to hot say. box office. Tenet did not do well. And that's why they pushed Wonder Woman. Um, there are things on the slate for November. And I feel like if those also don't do well. But I could really see people. I mean, like, I could see this. I don't know. I could see things being very different in December. It's very hard to say. I mean, my yeah. theaters aren't even open here still. So it's like unfathomable still for me to imagine going me. to movies, even though I know people are. But I mean, I have to know after, like, because Nolan is such a gimme. And I feel like as much as Dune is like hype on the internet, like in a vacuum, I would guess Dune would have a really big opening weekend, but maybe not mm-hmm. do huge numbers. Just because, I mean, Denny Villeneuve doesn't make huge numbers in general, like Blade Runner. 2049 was kind of small. Arrival was kind of small. Like, you know, I just am not sure that, you know, this nerd fan base is as (laughs) deep and wide as, like, a Marvel one. Yeah. Or a Christopher Nolan. That's fair, uh, because that also brings in my second one that I wanted to bet on, and that's if you thought that this would be a Uh bomb or not. Okay. Um, I think it'll do solid. I think there will be a big drop off. I think everyone who will see Dune will see it mm-hmm. early, permitted we're allowed to. And then if it's good, it'll it'll have some legs. But it'd have to be like pretty. It'd have to be really good for people to like justify selling their <laughs> friends on Dune. I feel like. Um, because as much as it seems like, I don't know, we live in a little Twitter echo chamber where everyone's obsessed with mm-hmm. everything about Dune, but I don't think that's like, I mean, everyone else in my family wouldn't They, care about this I guess, announced last year that Legendary Television will be producing a spinoff television series called Dune, The Sisterhood on HBO Max. And they are set to begin filming mm-hmm. that starting in November. And uh, interesting. it says that although the sequel has not been officially greenlit, they, the director has stated that the 2020 film will roughly cover the first half of the novel when a follow-up will cover the second half. So. Yeah, I'd read that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it all makes sense. I don't think you could probably do it all in one. Um, yeah, it's a pretty hefty book. Uh, I have a used copy that makes it look like I've read Dune more than once. When in reality, I've read the first five pages more than once. Um, but hmm, we'll see. I mean, I'm just yeah. in the bag for this shit. You know, big like, block, like <laughs> sorry, well, we didn't get like any big blockbusters this year. So we need like just no, we, need we haven't just, gotten like, anything. A popcorn I can't believe, as of today, I've watched 50 movies that came out this year. Bitch, I could hardly tell you, like, any of them yeah. that made any money at all. <laughs> it's, not, it's just yeah. not how things well, are. Well, so just quickly, <laughs> out of the movies that you watched this weekend, which ones would you recommend over the others? 
Ooh, okay. Um, some of them were fun, but I don't know if I'd like recommend. I actually thought Spree was kind of fun with Joe Keery, where he's like a, a serial killer Uber driver, <laughs> which sounds not fun. I, I don't think I've ever even heard of this, but I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, what streaming service is it on? That is a Amazon. I think I rented it. Um, mm. I rented it on Amazon. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, like, probably forgettable in, like, the grand scheme of things, but I do think Joe Keery is, More or like, less than Stuber. Um, I guess I remember almost nothing about Stuber. <laughs> and I did see Spree yesterday, so we'll have to check in with me again in a year. Um, but, yeah, I watched a lot of 90 Minuters, which, you know, I love. Um, oh, yeah. So I thought The Assistant was really good, too, which is, like kind of tense um it like takes place over one day of a like assistant of like a uh film producer uh so that's mm-hmm. very interesting and yeah, then I've been wanting to watch that one yeah yeah and then the other one that i really liked actually is the vast of night which is on amazon prime for free it's kind of like mm-hmm. um twilight zone-ish but it like takes place okay. in the 50s and it's i don't know it's i had a good time it's very enjoyable Nice. Yeah. And then there was another one that we're talking about today. Yes. Did you like it? Yes, I did. You thought it was cute? I did think it was cute. I thought it was fun. It wasn't like, it wasn't going to like, you know, it was the movie to end all movies, but it was cute and it was enjoyable and it was about 90 minutes long, right? Yeah. And I mean, I I watched some stuff that's, I also watched American Pickle, which was like pretty forgettable to me. And oh my god Scoob, that movie was so fucking was like, boring yeah <laughs> that, i was like it's so bored watching it, it. Be, but i don't know what i expected it to be yeah i didn't find it to be very funny like i did not really enjoy that movie all that much it's like i watched mulan this week and i was like trying to find literally anything on the internet to keep me entertained while watching Mulan because I found it so dreadfully boring and just like the whole time I'm like why am I not watching the animated one yeah um it just feels like exactly I mean this is how I feel about almost all those Disney remakes it's just like exactly what you think it is when they like explain it they're like it's Mulan but like there's no music and I was like okay I mean I kind of liked the music but whatever the music's fun oh my gosh I I know we were singing reflections so much (laughs) yeah fucking love reflection um and then i guess Slaps. i guess while i have Aguilera back Chrissy Na- they brought christine Aguilar back into the recording studio to re-record reflection and then they bury it as the second song in the credits the end credits honestly okay i didn't even stay and listen to that because the first song in the end credits is the new christine Aguilar song that i couldn't give two shits about <laughs> who cares <laughs> you have a <sighs> banger you know you do <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, anyway, but, um, the other movies I watched, I watched never really, never rarely, sometimes always, which mm-hmm. I had like a little theme day yesterday about abortion road trips. Um, <laughs> I watched cuties, which was, is the high drama on the internet. Uh, the trip to yeah. Greece, spaceship earth, plat, the platform and Artemis Fowl. <laughs> yeah. I saw you listed Artemis Fowl and I was like, Literally Why? can give two shits. Don't want to watch that. Oh my Thought god, it's so it was, bad. Was I bad. mean, I, I will say there are two things that are good about it, and everything else is bad. Um, the first thing is Colin, and the second thing is Feral. 
but it's, it's almost undone by like I almost wish I didn't watch it because Josh Gad's performance made me want to literally walk into the sea. Um, really? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's, it's insufferable. Truly insufferable. Josh Gad like really, 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 really wants to be like the most obnoxious character actor in the history of the world. He's succeeding to me. This is driving me bananas. <laughs> After uh, watching this well, movie, I was like, okay, I have liked him in things. I think I would hate him in real life. <laughs> yeah. Well, he would probably like him more than I do because he's like so like theater. That, yeah, like, I, I was going like, to say, the, 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 I mean, the thing that I find him best in is Book of Mormon. Yeah. What about... um? Beauty and the Beast when he's just in love with Luke Evans. Right. Well, can I can identify with that. with that character. <laughs> <laughs> but also annoying. And I recognize that I'm annoying when I'm like that. So, yeah. So I think that actually is like a really humanistic performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will say in I, Artemis just... Fowl, he sings I Want to Know What Love Is, which is kind of a fun <laughs> Luke Evans <laughs> shout out for me. Because Luke Evans performed I Want to Know What Love Is on James Corden. And it was an awakening for me. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times you're like, I can't believe how many times, how often this comes up. Well, this Mm -hmm. is me with you. It's like, I cannot believe how many times I have to even like entertain the idea Mm -hmm. of Luke Evans singing on James Corden. Mm Or Patrick Wilson mm-hmm. playing piano. Yeah. Like he wasn't playing piano. He was standing opera. by the piano in his gym shorts. <laughs> and I, I recognize care. that. And I to keep things even, care. would you like to talk about um, Ford Overstreet? <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> I would like to talk about Court Overstreet. Um, speaking of Phantom of the Opera is coming back to Alamo because they're doing a whole mask series. Mm. Should I go see Phantom of the Opera? Have you seen Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. Just like Maybe. when it came out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you could argue Phantom of the Opera is a good movie. That being said, <laughs> yeah, you should definitely go see it. <laughs> Do you think it's worth, worth risking getting COVID? Probably not. And the Phantom's mask would not prevent you from getting COVID, I should say. Part of his mouth is still exposed. Mm, but right, I will right. also say, if you ever like, just feel like I only just want like maybe three or four minutes of that, you can call me and I'll sing Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again. Um, in like okay. a really bad soprano. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yeah, of course. Well, in, o- in, in other news, uh-huh. back to the abortion road trip. <laughs> right. You did such a good segue, and then we got stuck on Josh Gad, and then the world mm-hmm. just spiraled. Well, you um, did know, you bo- did bring up Patrick Wilson. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about Patrick Wilson, who did uh-huh. have a cameo in The Assistant, and I could have brought it up. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Look at us. We're so we're so connected. Oh yeah. Um we wa- we both watched the movie Unpregnant. We did. It's new on HBO Max as of three days ago. Mm-hmm. Um it stars Haley Lou Richardson, who I just like I adore her. I, I think she's the cutest. In my head, I like think she is like a little animal. Like whenever I picture she's Haley Lou like Richardson, she's like a little like woodland creature. Yes, like, who, yes. Like, hangs out with Cinderella. Yes, she's like a sentient squirrel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. I don't understand. Um, it just, she just seems like 
completely precious all the time. Like uh, it must be exhausting. <laughs> she's so cute. I follow her on Instagram, and she just seems like such a weird little goofball. Yeah, and but like, in like I the most think... in the most accessible fucking way, you know. Like, yeah. like one of those people who's like, oh, I'm just nice and attractive and weird. Yeah. <laughs> Her and Zoe Deutsch have that market cornered. <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. Like, I kind of want them to star in a movie together as, like, sisters and be some sort of, like, buddy comedy. Yeah. Do you think that'd be fun? Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Of course it would be. Um. Haley Lou Richardson is 25. I didn't know that she got her, like, her one of her first roles was on Shake It Up. Oh, I didn't on Disney. Either. Yeah. So, so wait, is, don't, ma- don't laugh at me. That was the Zendaya one, right? Yeah, and Bella Thorne. Okay, and Barbie Ferreira is from um, Euphoria. Euphoria, which I don't watch because I'm not, I don't, I teen antics, you know, stress me out. Um, that movie would be very stressful. There's <laughs> a lot of teens For making sure. bad decisions. Yeah. It looks like Haley Lou Richardson was actually only like a guest on one episode of Shake It Up. So I don't think that mm-hmm. if that's where you're going with it, if they mm. uh, could talk Zendaya, but who knows? Maybe Zendaya was lovely um, to the guest stars on the show. But yeah. I mean, Zendaya seems fucking lovely. Oh, seems- Every time you see videos of her interacting with fans. She seems like the coolest. Oh, what a delight. Um, but yeah. She seems I so think cool. That- and Bella Thorne seems like oh a God. nightmare. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> Not I important. I think the we'll first thing I saw Haley Lou Richardson in was The Edge of Seventeen. She plays the friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's in Split. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw her in Operation Finale and in Support the Girls was yeah. kind of... I don't... It wasn't until Support the Girls when I was like, all right, who is this bitch? Yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't until Support the Girls that I was like, oh, this girl is like a it. scene stealer. She's so cute. She's yeah. so adorable. She like smiles and laughs and you're just like instantly happy. Um, I saw Five Feet Apart. And I do think she is kind of a chameleon in a weird way. I saw Five Feet Apart too in theaters. Like I saw it in weekend. theaters. Me and Darcy went. That's a real yeah. Darcy choice. <laughs> I have a friend who loves Terminal Teens, like movies about Terminal Teens. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll have to check the category, but like movies like Five Feet Apart and um, another famous Darcy birthday movie was Remember Me. Mm. All these kind of like sappy romancy movies come out right around her birthday every year, and so we always go to see it. Five um, Feet Apart came out right after South By, or like I saw it right after South By last year. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 um, yes. But yeah, so Haley Lou Richardson is in Unpregnant now. Uh, she plays Veronica. She's a teenager. She's 17 years old. She realizes that she's pregnant, but that she can't get an abortion without her parents' permission in the state of Missouri. And so she reunites with a friend from her childhood. They've, like, had a bit of a falling out to drive to Albuquerque so she can get one there. So it's just, like, you know, like a buddy trip movie. Buddy road film is what Wikipedia is calling it. Um, Mm, But, like, I, I thought it was, like, really cute. And, like, I know that the subject matter behind it of, like, getting an abortion is, like, you know a very like touchy subject for some but like i also do think it's like super important to show 
that this is something that people go through and she's like very practical about it and she's like you can tell that the character she's like a planner and she's like very type a and whatnot and so it's like she's thought this through she like has a plan for her life this isn't a part of it this isn't what she wants to do and she like figures out a way to solve it and you know she doesn't need her parents permission um so I thought that it was like really sweet and I thought that it was funny and like it's to me it's just because of like my political leanings I wasn't put off by it. Um, I'm sure that there are people who are, but I do think that they kind of handle it in a very, uh, like, respectful way. I don't know. That's probably just my own bias, but, like, I didn't think it was too crazy. I mean, I think, if anything, it's what it highlights the most is that, depending on the state, the rules change about, like, what you are allowed to do with your body in regards to, like, being under the age of 18, and that's like kind of bonkers that like it's state yeah. by state, and she has to travel so many states. To yeah, and I do that. Yeah, and I guess we'll get right like into spoilers so we can talk about things. But I also think, um, you know, yeah, I also wasn't offended by the subject matter. I understand some people can be, but I think it's one really nice thing is, I mean, the whole again spoilers, the whole kind of movie. Um, she's trying to kind of keep this from her mom Mm -hmm. and like her friends at school and she comes back and she did like successfully get the abortion and she tells her mom and they're like on her bed and her mom's like, listen, I don't understand this. I might never understand this, but my love for you is more important than all of that. And I think the movie really highlights like really healthy parental relationships and then like what a bad one looks like, you know, like, uh, so, oh my gosh, I totally just forgot Barry Ferrer's ca- our character's name. Bailey. Do you remember? Bailey Butler. Bailey, yes. Bailey, Bailey's dad had left her and her mom and is in Albuquerque and they go to see him and he's like, you know, clearly just not, you know, willing to raise a kid yeah. like, at any level or well, he tells her to her face, <laughs> any age like, and is like a total shithead. Yeah, he tells her to yeah. her face like your and mom so I wanted think, a kid. Like I was with her, I wanted to make her happy, but like then things didn't work out. And it's like, well you still had a kid, so like can't just dodge that. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get to that point in this, like, you have a kid. But, and then I also really like the scene, you know, that I love a uh, really vocal public mm-hmm. breakdown where she's on the train tracks and she's yelling, how come I need permission to get an abortion, but not to push a literal human out yeah. of my vagina or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I mean, this is infuriating. This has been two days of you, like, traveling. You're lost in the middle of Texas. Yeah. Like, of like a Ugh. wasteland yeah it's a lot i mean and it's like it, it yeah you know and it like it touches on like she's in the very beginning she's like talking to her boyfriend about it and it's like you know condoms are only what like 98 i thought they were like supposed to be like 99 percent effective but she's i think she's like 98.7 i thought it was 99 too um but yeah and so she's like so that's like you know maybe how this could happen like nothing is perfect then we find out that like the boyfriend like knew all along and then it's just like that whole thing of like you fucking knew like this could have been maybe avoided 
by getting a morning after pill and yeah. no that's not he just yeah. like he was like well you know I didn't want to make you upset and then it like became further from like when it happened I figured you would just get more upset and it's just like oh my god this like fucking kid and it's like yeah. they are like kids I really Ugh. yeah I really liked um the way that they dealt with her boyfriend because it's like Whenever people, I feel like, talk about people having kids that they're unprepared for or something, it's like, oh, well, you had a boy who was willing to commit to you and you have, like, a lovely family who would support you because her older sister had her got right. pregnant young. And, like, you know, the whole family kind of came together to take care of her. And so it's like, she's like, I understand that, like, you know, <laughs> like, on the surface, there's a support structure in place. But I, she had gotten into Brown, and she didn't want to be with this guy forever. Yeah. And, like, wasn't oh ready God, yet. Was and I just like, feel like, as the movie goes on, the kid is such a shithead. <laughs> like, when, you're like, oh, my God, you can't marry this idiot. His favorite actor is Vin when Diesel. When he's like... <laughs> Uh, we could go to the X Games together. It's like, oh boy, like this kid has no fucking idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, by the time the baby's old enough, we, it's like the X Games won't get in the way of that. And then he's like, I sold two of my road bikes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God. it's all upsetting. And then, oh my gosh, at one point he breaks up with her and he goes, well, you know what? I wasn't going to tell you because it was going to be a surprise, but my dad got me a jet ski for graduation and you will never ride it. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, maybe this guy isn't ready to be a yeah, parent. Yeah, no, I like, I. And then also, even at the end, he says, like, I didn't care about the kid. I just wanted to be with you. And I thought this is a good way to essentially trap you. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's all scary. Teens. And, um, you know, kids making kid in immature decisions and then having adult consequences. Uh, yeah, like, I think they do a good job with the characters. Um they like they gave the Bailey character some layers too, uh, in that like spoiler alert, it's not like even that big of a thing, but I feel like they like I don't know, maybe wanted to give Bailey like a little bit more dimension and like deepen their friendship, but like we find out that like Bailey's gay and um Betty Who is in this, mm-hmm. which I thought was so funny because I like I was like, that girl looks familiar. I don't know who it is. But she looks really familiar, and then I realized it was Betty Who. Well, like, so that's kind of cute because mm-hmm. it's, like, they're both, like, sharing secrets with each other, and Bailey had only come out to, like, a handful of people. But they have, like, that, like, cute scene when they're on, like, the, the ride at the amusement park, and she's like, I'm gay. And then um, yeah, Veronica's yeah. like, oh, I'm I, pregnant. I am, like, painfully uncool. Yeah. I'm painfully uncool. I have no idea who Betty Who is. I assume oh, she was like, the car driver, the yeah, lesbian love she interest. Who, like, uh, kisses Bailey. I hear her a yeah, lot yeah. at Soul Cycle. Two, a very good Maggie yes. Rogers song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, like, if this movie had come out in theaters, do I think it would have made a lot of money? No. Do I think it's like a critical success? No, no. Of not. but I find Haley Richardson so Probably ungodly not. charming, and like, I mean, not no, a waste, not of, my a waste time. of my time. Like, I like the idea that kids are getting to see this kind of movie. Um, I think that we're also in a time where like kids I like used to babysit for. I like we like follow each other on Instagram. I mean, they're like in high school now or like going off to college. But, like, to see how, like, active they are. Yeah, I do. 
but like to see how <laughs> active they are with like politics and whatnot I love that shit so then it's like you know this kind of movie like I don't think it like shoves it down your throat like the the like agenda of like the how people should have the right yeah. to get an abortion um they've like that like weird like Breck yeah. and Meyer bit like that whole thing was a bit yeah. odd to me um that was odd too because I felt like that was kind of out of out of touch with everything else it's not like they but I guess like they hadn't really like other than she was worried about the stigma of being pregnant but she was less worried about like the abortion except for like to her parents who they say are religious but they end up you know understanding you know so I don't know it's interesting yeah I like I thought it was cute (sighs) I like think it's yeah. It has what, like, a lot of uh, good, like, travel rom-coms have, or not rom-coms, travel comedies have. I mean, there's, like, fun bonding. You get to see them goofing around. Like, there's always, like, a quirky they character. They sing Since You've Been Gone. Oh, my God, I loved all of that. And then at the <laughs> end when they showed. Can we say, like, I just have to say Since You've Been Gone is the best oh, song slaps. to sing. End of sentence. Slaps. Fucking slaps. Well, at the very end, they have. I was worried they like tease you with it and then uh, they don't play the whole thing. And I was like, oh, bummer. <laughs> I could have listened to all of Since You've Been Gone. And yeah. Then. Well, and then the very end, they have the um, the driver from Breaking Bad, who I famously saw at Nordstrom once, um, singing it. Like, as he's in the car, he's like, <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> famously. Um. <laughs> famously saw at Nordstrom once. <laughs> But anywho, I like I thought it was so cute and it like makes me really excited for Hillary Richardson's career because I think that she's just such a gem. Did you see her outfit at the premiere? They did a little mm-hmm. drive in premiere. A- AJ no. from Allie and AJ went. No, I Apparently didn't. she's good friends with Hillary Richardson. <laughs> Jealous. Um Jealous. I don't know AJ's last name. They have the same last name. It's AJ Mashaka yeah. or whatever? Well, I guess... Al- I've literally never seen that Allie's right now. Allie's now married, but <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Halo Richardson was wearing I like... I thought AJ was married. This... No. It's not important. AJ was the one who dated Joe Jonas. <laughs> for starters. Okay. <laughs> for starters. Because I remember finding her MySpace page and seeing pictures with Joe Jonas on it, and I was like, OMG. Anywho... OMG. Anywho, um, Haley Richardson was wearing these like the like red snakeskin pants with like a bra and then a red snakeskin blazer, and then she had a face mask that had like studs on them. It looked very cool. Okay, I'm looking it up. Really cool. <laughs> so, uh. I just, like, think she's so cute. I don't know. I know I've said that about 87 times, but, like, I just want to see her in more movies. Put her in more rom... Put her in a rom-com. Oh, maybe I did see this it's outfit. Fun. I love it. It's fun. Super fun. I don't follow her. Should. She's so goofy. She's so weird. She really just does seem like a bit of an oddball. <laughs> she, like, seems like someone who's just, yeah. like, by, like, happenstance really pretty. But it's like it doesn't match the personality because she just seems like a weirdo. I don't know. I would argue everyone is by happenstance really pretty. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> People who are born pretty. <laughs> I guess that's true. But yeah. 
Do you have any other? Did you like um, Barbie Ferreira in it? Yeah, I thought she was good. I was going to ask uh, what kind of character she plays in Euphoria. Is this similar? Um, in Euphoria, she plays a girl who, like, starts, like, basically in OnlyFans, um, is what I understand OnlyFans oh. to be. But she's, like, one of the popular... Can I tell you, I don't understand <laughs> anything about <laughs> Euphoria. I know Zendaya's in it. That kids do drugs. Someone writes a One Direction fanfic, and that is the extent of my. I didn't know Jacob El- Elidori or whatever was in it until like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He's he's anyway, in it. Maybe one day I'll get into the teens. But I've also never seen a kissing booth. Well, still, <laughs> you're lost. Um, yeah, on, I know. On Euphoria, she plays like kind of a. She's, like, one of the popular girls who's, I think, like, a little bit in the shadow of her friends. And then she kind of has this, like, liberation where she becomes, like, basically, like, a dominatrix on the internet. And, like, comes to school and she has this, like, newfound confidence and whatnot. So, I think she's good in that. I thought in this she was, like, I don't know, it felt, like, really on the nose. But, like, I guess that's just... I feel like she's playing, like, the archetype of, like, the, like, punky, I don't care about, like, what anyone thinks of me kind of role. What I'm going to say is, like, going to probably be really out of touch, but it's, like, Billie Eilish, <laughs> like, with the shorts and the hair color. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I totally get that. But then, like, also, like, teenagers are little turds. So, like, I feel like teenagers are on the yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every teenager, like, thinks that they're, like, cool and the first person to, you know, be rebellious and whatnot. And that's yeah. not quite the case. Yeah. I did like, I did like in her romance scene when, um, oh, God, I forgot the Betty Who's character's name. Kira. And I just learned her name was Betty Who. It's not Kira. Yeah, yeah, um, When she asks, um... She's like, can I kiss you? And then she's like, uh, yeah, but I'm probably not very good about good at it. I've never done it before. I'm like, that was so Aww. sad. Like, I don't know, just like teens, yeah. <laughs> like so insecure. I know. I mean, it's scary, but yeah, no, I understand. And they're in a ball pit, which is like, you know, top top teen kiss location. I know. I guess, at one point, head. I was like, so "Why ridiculous. the fuck did they go to this fair? Like, why have this be like the backdrop?" Then I was like, "Oh, it's because like there's a lot of fun, you know, sets that you can do with this, and like, because in Euphoria, they're all, they yeah. also go to a fair, and it's like just like all of the yeah. lights and whatnot are are fun. Yeah, all of the lights. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have any I'm other? Sorry. I hated myself. <laughs> No, I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was good. Me too. I'd recommend it, especially. I mean, if you have HBO, I'd recommend it. That's the thing. Like, as far as like f- free new streaming movies for this year, like that's that's a, a yeah, good one. Yeah, I agree. Also, Haley Lou Richardson. She's so cute. Oh yeah. God. Follow her on Instagram. Follow I just her did. on Instagram. It's a must. Um, nice. Do you have any other recommendations? Um, I'm trying to think. No, I'll say The Vast of Night. I actually really liked that. That would be my number okay. one recommendation. Yeah, um, Micah and I watched, in the past 24 hours, I've watched three Bill and Ted movies. 
Um, not to brag about my personal Ooh. life, but uh, <laughs> pretty much crushing that game. And I, yeah, Keanu. Yeah, I mean, love him. I think I had seen the first Bill and Ted in like middle school, maybe. I think we watched it in school. And Micah was like, why on earth? We've talked about this. We've talked about this because they like go back yeah. in time, but they just like talk it's about like babes. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but yeah, so he, I, I'd watched the first Bill and Ted in a while. He hadn't seen any of them. I had heard Face the Music was really cute or like an actually like pretty like fun movie. And mm-hmm. so we watched uh, the first one last night and this morning we watched the second one and then we watched the third one this afternoon. And so um, I will say that I thought the third one was cute. I thought that it was sweet. Um, I like the first and probably the first and third one the best because they're both like mm-hmm. more wholesome. And I feel like the second one. Yeah. I might not have seen Bogus Journey. I think I've only seen yeah. the first. Yeah, well, like the first one, it's like almost kind of unbelievable when you're watching it and you're like, so this like phone booth was created so these guys can pass their like history exam and that's it. Like there's no Just other motive don't, behind don't it. Um, and so it's yeah, like cute. What? <laughs> I said, don't think oh, about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then the second one, I'm like, okay, well, there has to be, like, some sort of revenge happening here. And so I think that's why I didn't like it as much. And then the third one is, like, Mm-mm. it's gotcha. cute. It's like they need to write the song that they were destined to write. And the way it all unfolds is kind of fun. But um, Kid Cudi's weirdly in it, too. I feel like we need to check out your letterbox stats because i would guess keanu is your most watched actor probably i've been really bad about um posting <laughs> on letterbox though so whoops right but yeah he, i mean we also watched Speed how freeing on Friday night. <laughs> so oh god also, you're an addict I, like, <laughs> you're a I know, speed honestly, freak <laughs> you saw it for the first time like a year ago and you've honestly, seen it like six times someone please just like send me <laughs> ten dollars so i can buy it on dvd or something i don't know um yeah you would be saving well, money so what happened point. was i was about to get on the plane to go to montana and i was like i want to watch speed and so i r- paid to rent it and then it didn't download and so i only had like 30 days to watch it so friday night i was like exhausted and i was like well do you want to just watch speed like something I've already seen before if I fall asleep <laughs> but it's also an incredible movie and I stand by it and I love it so much and now I want to watch Point Break should we watch Point Break oh my god god should we watch Point Break well, have we, did we a whole done Keanu a Point Break episode miniseries we did a whole Keanu but not a Point Break specific yeah. episode I guess um, yeah I mean I'm down <laughs> because I like Okay, I was going to buy Speed and send it to you. Can I tell you? It's $40. You can just buy the one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean it was like $15. <laughs> it was like $3.99 for me to rent it. Micah was like, do you think you'll watch it five times? And I'm like, hell yeah. Can I tell you to buy it is, no, to buy it is $7. No. Yes. I'm looking oh. at Amazon right now. Speed, well. rent, $3.99, buy, okay, $6.99. Well, I think I was looking at um, iTunes. I think it's like $15 on there. Anywho. Okay. I will Venmo <laughs> you $7. <laughs> yes, score. <laughs> uh, I knew one good thing would come out of this podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been over a year, but now you got $7 for me so you can watch Speed whenever you want, as if that's been it's stopping been two you in years, the past. Meg. No way, it has. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, time oh flies God. when you're having fun and watching Speed. Time flies. We are having yeah. fun. Time flies when you're watching Speed. You know what they say? Speed drive by. <laughs> and on that. All right. Well, Meg. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com. <laughs>